You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello. Real quick, before we start this episode, we do these podcasts to have a little fun, bring a little entertainment and lightness to your day. We don't take ourselves all that seriously, but we definitely take our business serious. Um, At Stateside Management, we represent music producers and mix engineers alike. This is a call to arms to anyone that's in a band or is a solo musician, an artist, and you're looking for a collaborator on your your record or your EP or your single, uh, you know, just drop us a line. We're here to help, whether it's mixing, mastering, producing, or you just need someone to have a, you know, a consultation, an objective, outside perspective. You know, maybe approach your music from a different, uh, different angle, under a different light, and you need some help. Um, that's what we're here to do. So, you know, we want to keep making great records for you guys to love. Um, so, yeah, feel free to check out our website at statesidemgmt.com. Shoot me an email anytime, james at statesidemgmt.com. And the other thing is that please, please, please share this podcast with all your friends, your neighbors, your family members, anybody that you think might enjoy this. Um, yeah, and the other the other thing that would really help is if you guys leave a review, make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast and that it automatically downloads every episode that's released. The download numbers and how you rate the podcast and reviews really, really matter. It's the only way that we can let iTunes know that we really exist and that they give us a fair shake. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart for even checking the show out and supporting what we do. We love you very much. Andrew, start the show. Welcome to the Stateside Podcast. My name is James Ian MacMillan in the dark, dark corner. Our co-host and producer of the show is Andrew Curry. What's up, Andrew? What's happening, man? Yeah, we're in rare form tonight, dude. We're feeling loosey. We're feeling goosey. I got my sunglasses on right now. Got my triceratops out. Yep, blue triceratops. That's uh, that's Andrew's claim to fame. Wherever he sets up shop, you'll see a triceratops. Mostly sits in my ass, but uh, I take it out for the podcast. How long have you had that thing? Not long. Oh, remember, I, for some reason, I had built it in my head that that was something you've had forever. I have a lot of things like that, like little figures yeah, that me I too. keep around forever, but yeah, uh, this is not shit. one of them. So <laughs> every single house I've had since I moved out of my parents' house, I've had this uh, swamp thing figurine, this little no, toy. Yeah, I remember that. You remember that with yeah. the arm that comes out? <laughs> Crummit gave it to me when we were in like eighth grade. For whatever reason, he gave me this toy and I always loved it. 
And so I, I extend the little arm thing, and I put that around a tack, and he's always hanging by my front door. Gotcha. Every house I've lived in, he protects my house. Got that. Yep. It just wouldn't be the same without him. And I named him Harry. Thing. Oh, Harry. Harry and the Hendersons. How about that movie? <laughs> How about that movie, dude? <laughs> I remember when Dylan was trying to write a screenplay. Do you remember this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Patheticus. Yeah, yeah. With like the opening scene was a guy eating cottage cheese watching Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Pretty good. Solid, man. I, I see that. I'm in. Uh, that he punches movie. him to go away. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how about those fucking All those movies? Facial man. expressions. Oh, I haven't seen that in like twenty years. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that. I love that movie. Is it as bad as I remember, or is it as good as I remember? It's actually kind of cool looking, you know. Mm. It's like they use an actual like uh, it holds animatronic up. and shit. I think really right? it has to be animatronic. I was. I'm thinking it's a costume. My it's, it was a costume for sure, but like the facial expressions and ah. stuff. I think it's all like automated, like machine and shit. Oh yeah, it does kind of seem like that. Dude, how about that movie? That was super 80s, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that picture. Who directed that masterpiece? I don't know. We'll find out in a sec. Like it matters. I just need to see this. Holy <laughs> fuck. We're watching the trailer right now. John Lithgow at his finest. Yeah, it does kind of look like that, huh? Yeah, it has to be. Probably like Henson Studios or something. Yeah, I was just going to say Jim that. Henson. Dude, there's so many movies like that in that William era. Deere. William Deere. Click on that guy. See what he's done. Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck? Angels in that outfield. Okay. Another <laughs> masterpiece. <laughs> I think that's Christopher Lloyd in that movie. Sure does. A Wild America. Ooh, Devin was... Sawa. Wow. <laughs> One of the Sandlot uh, sequels or something. Jesus. A lot of baseball yeah, stupid he... movies. He's an American boy. A mile in his shoes. The Rocketeer? Oh, I forgot about Fuck that movie. That movie. That's probably like the biggest one. Yeah. Next to Harry and the Hendersons. Right. Dark Man. That's pretty big. Balloon Farm. Click on Disney's Balloon Farm. <laughs> oh my God. What <laughs> is happening? What is happening? <laughs> Rip Torn. Starring Rip Torn. Hey, by the way, don't have a name Rip Torn. Rip Torn. Porn. Oh, anal bleeding. That's like throw lob. Or just, what? Throw lob. <laughs> Kick punch. I'm an asshole. This came out in 99, by the way. All right, let's Matilda. Uh, update. Uplifting tale about a man who grows a crop of colored balloons. <laughs> okay, we're watching the preview. <laughs> we're getting sucked in. How is that a thing? See, you don't even need real good ideas. You can just poop out these movies. This was uh, pre-9-11, by the way, so... Oh, it was a different time. Yeah, it was a different time back then. More into some... You just shit out some movies. Oh, my God. The farming community of Watertown is struggling to survive a severe drought. Harvey Potter arrives in the community and rents a farm, which neighbors think is foolish. And the rest just writes itself. Something about balloons. It's like every turd kid from the 90s. <laughs> that girl, that kid. Oh, scary. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Check it out, people. Disney's Balloon Farm. Dude, yeah, there, there's so many movies of that time. Like, Howard the Duck. 
Harry and the Hendersons. You know, like, who and why did any of this happen? Oh, here we go. Ooh. It is animatronic. <laughs> up, up close look at Harry and the Hendersons. Prop oh. animatronic head. Ooh. Sensual. Yeah, this guy looks super turned on by all this. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Looks better than CG. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. What a start to a show, huh? Harry and the Hendersons right <laughs> off the bat. Oh, swinging for the fences. Yeah, we're going. Remember that uh, TV show, Dinosaurs? I sure <laughs> fucking do. Dude, oh you know, like dinosaurs and and uh, gremlins. It was a cool time to be a kid. Fuck, man. Uh, b- uh, batteries not included. <laughs> all those old people. Yeah, all those old people. Or something. Those little fucking ro- uh, arachnophobia. Complex. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. So stupid. So stupid. That movie did fuck me up for yeah, a little bit, Yeah, it used to fuck though. me up, too, man. Speaking of creepy, so I, I rarely get a chance to actually play video games. But lately, when I do get a few free moments, I've been playing Far Cry 5. Alright. On PS4. Have you ever played that? No. You mean Far Cry's? They're really fucking They look cool. pretty rad. Yeah. And so the most recent one, so it's like the open world, I think they call it like open sandbox or whatever, where you can just, you know, like Grand Theft Auto style, where you can just kind of run around and do your own nice. shit. That's um, pretty cool. But the whole, so the, sort of the plot yeah. of it is you play this like sheriff guy or like a agent where the fuck you are, a law enforcement guy, and you get stuck in this county in Montana that gets taken over by a religious cult. And so you have to fight against this cult and, like, take it back. It's pretty fucking cool. And it's really creepy. You know, there's always, like, people hanging in the background. Nice. Yeah, it's super gory and <laughs> fucking pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, does not look cool? Yeah, totally, man. It's really Keep fun. It. it looks awesome. Yeah, you can just run around killing religious fanatic people. <gasps> I like first-person shooters. Those are my favorite. Yeah, me too. I get too bored with like the, you know, the, um, what do they call that? Role player games? Oh yeah, RPGs. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I got the new Zelda a while ago and I still haven't beat the first boss. (laughs) I'm just so bad at games. I just get too, yeah, me too. I'm I'm not good anymore. (laughs) I always get to a point where I'm like, and I'm done. And I'm 35. Yeah. I'm going to go jack off instead. Yeah. I, I can't like... I have no patience for dragons and potions. Anytime I have to, like, make a thing. Like all the details and stuff. Yeah, you have to go find the thing and craft <laughs> it together with the elderberry and then shake it and you visit the wizard. and you have to start a fire. Pulp. Yeah. Cook. And I'm done. Just give me a gun or something. Got some chores to do and shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not... Exactly. I don't want to fucking do chores on a goddamn video game. Dude, we are entering a very strange time where people are going to start living their lives completely in that environment. Oh, God. This is bloated carcass Ugh. playing video games just plugged in. Dude, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to go for it. I'm going to do my movie pick now because it just it, nice. we're on the topic and it relates to that movie. All right. Officially, movie pick of the week is a movie I just saw last night in the theater called Upgrade. Really fucking rad movie. Set in the future sci-fi style movie um, without giving anything away. Basically, this guy gets upgraded. He gets a thing, like a 
uh, again, I don't want to ruin anything, but something in his body to make it so that he's almost like a superhero. Like he's got super strength and super speed. And uh, yeah, that's kind of all I want to say. But it's by Bloomhouse, who did Get Out, and um, what was the other stuff they did? Anyway, a lot, of, a lot of the most recent horror movies that everyone likes. It is awesome. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of what we're saying, so there's a scene in that movie where he goes into this warehouse to find some girl that's like a hacker, and he's looking around and there's people that are hooked up to like vr headsets and shit yeah and they're obviously like plugged into a vr world but they have like ivs hooked up to them and shit and it, it, they haven't slept in days he even asked them at one point like do they even sleep do they eat it's like no you know like the fake world is better than the real world it's so gross oh it's creepy yeah let's play that trailer as a quadriplegic must be frustrating for you someone who likes to get things done with their hands there it is people upgrade damn son yeah man that's a fucking rad ultra violence yeah it was super cool too super dope yeah so bloom house the studio house that did all that they made paranormal activity insidious uh all, like all the purge ones which i only kind of like the first purge they're pretty stupid um they did whiplash drummer movie uh ouija apt pupil ever seen the movie creep andrew no i have not super fucking good yeah 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 um do you know who mark duplass is yes he's brother brother duplass yep exactly he's the main guy and he plays as aptly named a creep who like (laughs) stalks people nice it's so fucking well done yeah um and he's just out of his fucking mind like multiple serial killer nutbag but the way they do it is very like handheld. It feels like someone. Yeah, I think, we, you. I think we talked about this before on the podcast. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, that's, cool. Yeah, or we talked about it. Yeah, that's awesome. All kind of handheld. Yep, yep. It's really so it. effective, man. And it, it, I love those kind of movies, man, because it makes you feel like you and your buddies can go make that. As long as someone had a really good script and you get like you know capable actors, like our buddy Draper, he could do something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, get a couple cameras. Like uh, fucking Steven Soderbergh's newest movie, made on a goddamn iPhone. That might be the one you're thinking of. That's the one you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something with the iPhone. Kind of similar story. A stalker Mm -hmm. story filmed on an iPhone. But yeah, Creep 1 and 2 are really good. Um, They also did Get Out, which was fucking dope. You saw Get Out, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I loved it. Me too. Apparently he's got a new movie. Yeah, man. Can't wait to see I that. I think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, I wonder how soon it's coming out. I know. I was just looking at all the the top movies that are coming out. All the blockbusters. The summer blockbusters, I bet. Yeah. There's a, so they're remaking Superfly. It looks really stupid. <sighs> the dude with a haircut. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw the previews. <laughs> it looks so stupid. It's like, it looks like The weekend. Yeah. Like that kind They're of probably stupid fucking haircut. Totally based it off of that, I'm sure. Um, Gotti with fucking John Travolta is playing John Gotti. By the way, that movie Gotti is directed by Kevin Connolly, who plays E on Entourage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little fact for you. <laughs> Seen the trailers for the movie Tag? That oh, looks really it looks silly. It's really but silly. kind of funny. Um, what else kind of looks good? Dude, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom looks so stupid. 
Don't you think? Oh, for sure. Looks first, terrible. All of them are fucking garbage. Ugh. I enjoyed uh, the first one, but that was that's like, it. but it's like campy. It's supposed to be like kind of like a stupid Dude, blockbuster. I agree. I agree. Like the last one we went and saw, I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> I don't need to ever see it again. I'm sure I enjoyed it during the time, you know, like yeah, eating a, popcorn, checking yeah, out. Yeah, totally a popcorn movie. But I don't. It's nothing like you'd watch again or no, recommend. Not like the first one. The first one's rad. Especially for the time, you know. Especially like, for the time. The CG. God, do you remember how big that movie was? Oh, go back up. Hereditary. That's the movie I'm seeing tomorrow. Nice. Dude, play the trailer for that shit. This looks. It takes so much to actually scare me. You recognize it? Yeah. I like the score too. It's really effective. I like when they use like uncomfortable people to look at, like that. Yeah, that kid. In there. I like, know. I, I don't want to look at that. About that too. Yeah, that's a creepy looking kid. Really creepy looking kid. <laughs> Do not I, want to see that on a sixty foot screen. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for the kid in real life, but Jesus, man, that is effective. Uh, other than that, everything looks pretty fucking awful. Apparently, there's a documentary about Whitney, as in Whitney Houston. Oh. That might be good. <coughs> the new Mission Impossible. Who cares? That um, Mr. Rogers documentary or movie is coming Oh, my out. God. I'm going to cry. I know, right? I'm, I'm <laughs> tearing up just thinking about it. Did I ever tell you the story that Ashley cried once? That's so she, like a trailer? or No. She was getting ready for work one morning. But I, I hadn't quite got up. <laughs> and I guess she was feeling a little blue that day. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just wake up and it's rainy out. You feel a little under the weather. <laughs> and she something like Mr. Rogers just happened to be on TV and he he did one of those things where he like talks to the kids and he's like I love you you know you are a bright bright kid and you can, whatever he said like the message was just so positive and full yeah. of love and like you go out there today and you can be somebody and she just started like oh weeping <laughs> in her 30s and she went and got in her car and just killed it for the day isn't that great he oh, was the best, man. It really was, man. I really want to see that movie. Oh, but, we've uh, already watched and 100 trailers already, but we should watch that one sometime, too. But especially like how odd it would get, too. Like when he goes in that pretend land or that like the fucking puppet, hand puppets and shit. It's so like, weird. On a fucking little mushroom trip there. So like late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, and, like the music, too, was kind of cool. He was so fucking brave, too. Like he would address things that were going on. You know, in society, like they talk about it in the trailer. Yeah, and like he like went like to Congress or something to do stuff. Talk yeah. about something. Yeah, for funding, I think. Right. Yeah, he, he, he like, talked totally about like racism. Yeah. Um, when someone was, what was it like? Someone was killed. Someone was assassinated or something. And one of the kids asked, like, "Why did that happen?" And he said something like, "Some, you know." He talked about racism. He talked about divorce with the kids at one point. Like really touchy subjects. Um, but yeah, he was used to fucking best. So positive. What's it called? It's like a genuine good guy. Uh, the movie, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Dude, let's watch that trailer. Let's cry together. Hold me. It's my iPhone 6. My iPhone 6. Let's cry. I just like to cry with my friends. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, it's an invitation to help somebody know that they're loved <laughs> and capable of loving. Love is at the root of everything. Love or the lack of it. Please won't you be my neighbor. Won't you be my neighbor? 
How about that, man? Let me borrow your shades for a second. I uh, know. <laughs> I'm just going to weep. What a guy. What a guy. What a, what a crock of shit. I fucking yeah, what hate. a fucking disturbing little <laughs> rapist fuck. <laughs> we just totally switched. That's the... F- what always used to piss me off. Like, it's funny to... What we just did was obviously a joke. But when people seriously say things about... Like, people are so fucking cynical. You know, like, he's obviously a decent dude. Be like, oh, it's kind of creepy. You're just, like, hanging out with kids all day. He's like, ugh. You were a kid once. Yeah. Love the fucking program. I know. Uh, yeah. So that's that's some of the movies that are coming out. So game game three right now. NBA Finals. Yeah, that, that is what's going on. Did it start already? Like an hour ago, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. What, what's the score? Let's, let's check. God, it's going to be the Mulatto State Warriors for Finals sure. Finals score. Okay, what's your guess for the score right now? Uh, Golden State ahead. Golden State behind by 10. <gasps> 35-45 Cleveland right now. <gasps> Second quarter. I know, dude. So Golden State is up two games to nothing. It's best out of seven? Yes. Cool. That's probably your favorite sport, right? Probably, yeah. I think so. It has a good pace to it. It's fun to play. Mm. I would like to watch hockey more, but... I know, I always think so, too. I like like hockey, but I never watch it. Yeah. Baseball, I always never... For the games that count, I watch for baseball. Yeah, like during like October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I mean, people that don't like baseball, it's it's hard to debate. I mean, if it's too slow for you, then it's too slow. I get it. But for me, it's like I just posted something the other day on Instagram. The slowness and the pace of the game is what I like about it. Mm-hmm. It's the, I think the videos are like the anticipation, the inaction. You know, like all those small movements that the players are doing is. You're watching like a chessboard. There's all these small incremental moves that you're anticipating. You know, it's it's the strangest game in the world. Like you watch the outfielders or even the infielders, they'll all shift to one side. And if you're just looking at it, you don't know what they're doing. You think they're just walking, but they're doing that because this one batter tends to hit to the right, or you know, like or they'll all take two steps in because he typically is a shallower hitter. <laughs> it's all you know. It's a very incremental things that affect like the the outcome of a game. I also like that there's no clock. And there's no you can't run out the clock. You always have to get you always have to let your opponent have the last chance. Yeah. They always get a last at bat every time. There's no clock. You can't just do like the the shit they do in football or basketball where they just sit on the ball and let the clock, you know, mm-hmm. end the game. You have to play the fair game. You have to let it happen. Yeah, I, I get why people don't like it though. Because they're fucking stupid. That's why. I want to check out a game at uh, Ron Tonkin. Yeah, over at Hops. The Hops. Yeah, that's. Hillsborough Hops Stadium. Check that out. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's around the corner. I think. I think the first game is, on, like in a week or something. It's a really short season over there. I think it's from June to September. Something like that. So you're rooting for Cleveland? You said, Drew. Hell yeah. Fuck the Golden State. How come? They're an all-star team, man. They got a fucking Kevin Durant now on there. Just yeah. Pile on team. Fuck Jeez. that shit. You can't respect that. Who did you just say? Kevin Durant? Yeah, Kevin He's Durant. been around forever, right? Yeah, he's on OKC originally. He came from there. Yeah, I, I get it, man. And LeBron is he's one of the greats. Is LeBron. he is he the best of all time, do you think? Um, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I do like him. 
But, what uh, don't you like about him? Uh, just because he always whooped the fucking Portland's ass. Mm. I mean, doing? his cockiness, but I think he's earned it. Like, ever since that, because uh, he got a, a win with Golden State, like, or not Golden State, with the Cavaliers, like, two years ago or so. Yeah. And uh, they were down, it was like 3-1 or something, and they, he, they clawed and fought, and they fucking won. <laughs> they came back from, like, you know. Right. Just, like, one win. Yeah, That's I was respectable, here. man. Yeah, for sure. That. I mean, he's, he's a fierce competitor. Carrying that whole team on his back as well. I was here the debate between him and Michael Jordan, who's the best. Who do you think is better? Um, if you want to go for like uh, just consistency, I'd say Kobe. I think. Oh, Kobe. Yeah, I think. He's nice. It's kind of undeniable, but um, definitely not Jordan. But right, right. I'd say the next. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that much about basketball. I mean. You know, just like the the obvious stuff. Yeah, same here, kind of. But I have you ever seen that in. documentary about um, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird? No, was that a ESPN or was that a real? Movie? I think so. I think yeah, it's it was one like of those a thirty for yeah. I heard about it. I actually, it's really good. Yeah, it's really I mean, well done. Yeah, I want to check it out, but I missed it though. I don't even think you have to know anything about basketball to watch it. But yeah, they had like a long term rivalry, right? Oh, that like super, super, pretty fierce. intense in that like, all the way. Friends. I think from like the college days, the college <laughs> back one, yeah, yeah. And they like they. It wasn't just like a competitive rivalry. They actually didn't like each other, Robert. <laughs> like they fiercely despise each other. And then over the years, they now they're like best buds. Yeah, for, of you course. Know, like completely close. It's really it's a great fucking documentary. Yeah, that'd be great to see. Yeah, and it that is funny, like. Because that happens in life. The people you compete against the most end up being, you know, because it can be lonely out there. And especially at that level, you know, the, and then they start realizing that they probably have more in common with each other than yeah. they probably do with anyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the top of their fucking game. Oh, man. Hey, remember when Magic Johnson had AIDS? Yeah, back when shorts were short. Yeah, when they were real short. <laughs> and basketball shoes are pretty cool. Yeah, he... he beat the AIDS. How did that happen? Do you money. just have a ton of money? It's money. That's it, right? right? Has to be. In a time when people were just dying left and right. Yeah, probably like poor, I guess, everyone. When did he get diagnosed? Uh, I was still a kid. That was like early 90s, right? Like I'd yeah, say like 92 or so. At the latest, I want to say. In the danger zone, man. You got AIDS back then. That was a see you later. Oh. November 7th, 1991. Wow. Holy shit. Now it's like you pretty much can live with it now. I mean, I, I personally know people without saying on air, but I know people very personally who have it. And it's definitely a risk. Like they have to watch out, you know, more than we do. If they get the flu or something, oh, I like bet. a staph infection or something, it can be pretty nasty. But they're fine. Like they're thriving. <laughs> They have to take, like, handfuls of pills every day. I bet, yeah. yeah. Speaking of another movie, since we're talking about movies this podcast, um, that Queen doc, that Queen movie. Yeah. With Freddie Mercury. That looks fucking rad. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, I hope they don't... I hope they... I don't know, like, I hope they don't sugarcoat over how fucked up things... You know, how fucked up things were for that band. It was such a struggle for Freddie Mercury. And he did fucking die from that. Oh, yeah. You know, he got... I mean, he probably got diagnosed with AIDS a few years before Magic Johnson. Right? Yeah. Ish? 
give or take. And Freddie Mercury was clearly a wealthy man. That's the weird thing about Magic Johnson. I mean, it was wealth and what? And the time? Maybe just had a uh, more of like a fighting chance, like body-wise maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than the regular kind of human. Because Freddie Mercury, he went, he went south pretty quickly. What a terrible way to die, too. Yeah, there's so much, like, misconceptions back then, too. People thought if you, like, touched someone's hand, you'd get it. Oh, what is it? I love that, um, <laughs> that South Park. <laughs> or in a way, it's, um, AIDS. Don't, AIDS is funny, South Park. <laughs> when they finally say it's happened, it's <laughs> yeah. been enough time or it's something. It's been enough time or it's funny again. What is it, 20 or years not, or whatever their role is? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... We're not quite ready for 9-11 to be funny, but we're approaching it. I think, I it's, think it's hilarious. But I think it's hilarious. 9-11 <laughs> jokes are fucking funny, man. It's been enough time. But yeah, why, do, why can't people separate that? Like, why do people have to be so fucking dumb? Like, give me a break. I was a fucking firefighter for three goddamn years. I take this shit serious, man. It sucked. No one's questioning that. Jesus. Yeah, we gotta laugh. You, you gotta know? laugh. It's so fucking terrible. You have to laugh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, God damn it. Why do people suck? Holocaust jokes? Those are terrible. <laughs> no one's gonna listen to this podcast anymore. Yeah, it's over. I'm just saying. Things are funny. You gotta laugh. Uh-oh. My beer koozie just fell off. So what's new with you, man? What's going on? Uh, I played a show last Saturday. The Lovecraft. I love that place, by the way. Have yep. you ever been there before, the Lovecraft? Uh, I think so. Remind me. Where is it? It's um, right. It's like a, a block north of uh, MFP, my father's place, that bar. Oh. On Grand. Yeah. Didn't it used to be something else? The Grand's... Um, eh, a while ago, but like it's always... Long, back in the day. Is it the one where you, you can go downstairs? No. Like, what am I thinking? The bar on the corner. Downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Bands can play. Oh, down you're there. thinking of um East End. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Which is now the Elvis room. Oh really? Was it something before the East End too? I don't remember. I don't, I don't mm. think it was a bar, but it was something beforehand, of course. Yeah. But yeah, that, I like the East End. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, a little shit. Do you remember that place that venue, but... Dean Hunter used to work out of um it was like Acme or something? Acme was like really kind of a big open space, hmm. kind of in that same area around. I don't know. No, I don't, don't recall that place, dude. You can't keep up with all the venues in Portland. I can't do it. Well, are there less now? You think, or I don't know. Here? Maybe they're, they've all changed names too, so people refer to like what was once the Loveland is, and then was B Complex. Yeah, they keep changing is, for sure. I don't even know what that building's called anymore. Do but you know what that one's called? <laughs> Well, now it's like a something hip. I think um, Doobie was saying it's like Aura now or something like oh, that. Oh, Aura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's I think it's like right. a... I think they play like a lot of trance and shit. They do like more kind electronic kind of shit. Club. Right. But yeah, I miss the Rotary, man. That was a cool space. Yeah, it was great. Besides loading in equipment up those stairs. Yep. That was a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, yeah. What else is there? I like... Do you, um, do you remember loading equipment up the Meow Meow? The old Meow Meow? The which one meow upstairs? Meow? The, like the small one upstairs, like where Botch played their last show and... I think we're talking about the same place. I think we are. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the small room upstairs. Yeah. yeah. That, that Do you remember staircase. the last bot show? Do I don't think I was show? there for that. What else would you have seen up there? Um, so, that was like, what, like 2005? 
botch last if show? That, yeah, something like that, maybe even earlier. Yeah, last time I saw a botch was they were still doing shows like here and there at La Luna. I saw, okay. him, I saw him downstairs with neurosis. Okay, I'm going to look up last botch. But yeah, botches are fucking awesome in a small room like that. In Portland. That, that is their bread and butter. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, the first time I saw a botch, I had no idea what I was going to go see. Right. And this fucking maniac's on the floor punching his pedals. <laughs> Just dude. making this wall of noise. Yeah, if people don't know who we're talking about, go look up the band Botch. B-O-T-C-H. God, they were so good live. The album kicks ass. That, that album actually like, killed the genre for me. It's like, can't get better than this. Yep. Uh, we Are the Romans? Yeah. What a great name like, for a record, too. Yeah. Fuck, Best. man. God, they were good. Yeah, that kind they're, of feel. And they're so weird. Like, the drummer was... A little, little mathy. Yeah, kind of mathy. It, for people who don't know, it's the guitar player that went on to play in Minus the Bear. So if you can Did imagine... a finger tapping. Yeah, that kind of, of finger tapping. Like, I don't even know how you describe his loop style. Loop-based. Loop, yep. Yep. A lot of loop... Finger tapping loops. Yeah, with like Myers the Bear, he has like four DL4s. <laughs> yeah. All those loopers. It, I remember the first time we saw Minus the Bear, and I, I was just like rubbing my eyes, like, who am <laughs> I looking at? Guy. That's the same guy? Yeah. Because he was so fucking hardcore and botched. God. He was a maniac. Yeah, he was a, a fucking maniac. He would do that shit where like he would set a loop on his pedals, and then he would throw his guitar around his back, and then he would just rock the amp back, and like he would just grab the whole. <laughs> Stack, you yeah. know, and just rock it back and forth. So he wasn't doing anything. Yeah, just a wall he was of just sound. Losing his noise mind. coming yeah, out. Yeah. And like you said, they're the light guy. It was like the, the you know fifth member of the band. Yeah, just hitting those strobes and shit. Yep. Yeah, they they did did it right, man. See, that's the, whenever people ask me like, do I like metal? My initial answer is no. And. But that's obviously not true, because we both like hard music. Well, yeah, it's like metal-influenced for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like the next step. Or... Like metal for us, I think we're on the same page. Like Dillinger. Iron Maiden. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's actually Judas summer, Priest. It's actually pretty sweet. Come on, Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Lick my love pump. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, like I like eccentric metal, you know? Like Dillinger's Escape Plan and Botch. Yeah, it's kind of an offshoot. Off, yeah. But or even like Deftones, kind of you know. But like yeah, I guess blend. for the most part, they're considered metal. Right. As a blanket kind of term. I watched a really cool video of of Deftones at a brewery in Bend, Oregon. Yeah. Because they just released their Deftones beer last year. Yeah. It was actually Phantom really Bride, cool. I think. Yep, yep. Phantom Bride. And then they got the a new one out, uh, Digital Bath. Yeah, so you do know. Shit. I haven't tasted it, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the summer one's digital bath. I think they carry it at the bottle shop on 23rd. Mc- oh, cool. McMinimins. Well, apparently Chino's a huge IPA fan, which is a bummer because I hate IPA with a passion. I like Ninkasi's IPA. That's it. Yeah. Other, other shit tastes like shampoo. Apparently the, I think the summer ale he said was an IPA, but like with fruit elements or some shit. And then the... The fall one is the one I'm looking forward to. It's like a brown ale or something, a nut brown ale or whatever. Mm, I'm to check that nut, out. Nutty. But anyway, the video was really cool because, like, you know, the, he really cares about beer. Chino's, like, super involved in, like, the recipe and stuff, and they would send him nice. samples. And 
Like, and yeah. he even admitted, he's like, I know this, I'm, I'm telling you, this isn't just like us slapping a label on a bottle. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. You know, totally yeah. Was. Like, but they're yeah, really involved. involved. Nice. The video's hilarious because they're getting wasted at the brewery. <laughs> the whole band's just getting, like, served beer for free oh, the whole day. It's so funny. Highly Sounds recommend. pretty fun. You ever watch that um, documentary with uh, Maynard uh, Wine into Blood, Blood and Wine or whatever, that documentary? Yeah, like the hippie friend of his. Yeah, the guy who was a winemaker for like many years. I actually, it's funny you bring that up, Blood Andrew. Into I, Blood into Wine. I just recently watched a thing on YouTube that Revolver magazine did, the music magazine. Yeah. They did like a five-part, you know, each each video is like eight minutes long or something about kind of the same thing, like Maynard and, and his winery. Yeah. And his life in Jerome, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's, it's really good. I actually kind of like it better than that documentary. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. I enjoy this documentary. Pretty yeah. interesting to see like he's I know. so passionate about it and actually killing and doing a really good job. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, exactly. Like it's the way he sees it. It's just as um, legitimate, and he spends as much of his passion and stuff on that than he does with Tool yeah. or any other musical endeavor just he's doing. Expanding. Yeah, he's like cre- creativity is creativity. Art is yeah. art. But and for him, making growing grapes in the desert. I know it's crazy. <laughs> and dude, he's like he owns that town now. Yeah. I mean, not really, but like he's shit set up we'll shop We'll get a lot everywhere. of people to come in. Yeah. A lot of he's got tourists. The, he's got the winery. He's got a wine tasting room. Mm-hmm. He's got, has a restaurant. Yeah. Then he has a shop. That's like the Pussifer shop. So it's like, you know, all the band merch and stuff, yeah. but he also sells wine. God, I wish that, that music was better. Oh, I know. Me too. Uh, yeah. Um, Conditions of my parole is a great album. Great. That's it though. I agree. Here and there. Every other track. Something. Yeah, it's like once Hit every miss. 30 songs. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. But yeah, the last album was like set up to be good. It's like, yeah, you got John Theodore on some tracks and shit. Right. And it's like, like then wait, you just shit the what bed. did you do with him? What did <laughs> yeah, you even exactly. do? Why did you get John Theodore then? Yeah. You could have gotten me with one arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not even John Theodore, but you can get like Jeff Friedel and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking master in his own class. But, but just like set up know. for some like, eh. Yeah. I do like Maynard's, the way he described, you know, doing anything artistic. He's, because I think sometimes he comes across pretty arrogant to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't disagree. But the way he described it in this thing I just watched, it's like, you have to create stuff for you first. You have to. Yeah, for sure. You got to right? do it. It's obvious. You can't. You can't try to write something for the audience. We can't do this podcast thinking of people that are listening to it like, oh, we're going to appease them. Me and you just have to make fart jokes that we grew up doing. Like, that's just, we have to have a good time first. Not fingering myself for nothing. You got to finger yourself by yourself. Yeah, I, I just like his approach to it. It's like, look, uh, and you can, and you don't apologize for it. It's like, it's not going to be for everyone. If you don't like yeah. Pussifer, just go to the next band. So, yeah, I mean, I think... and. At least with him, he, it's not like he's doing, because he's, I guess he's in three full-time bands, right? Tool, A Perfect Circle, and Yeah, Perfect Fur. Circle just got started. Start right. Touring right now. And of those three bands, arguably all three are pretty different. So at least he's not doing like three of the same thing. I kind of hate when people do that. Like, why are you even in a side project band? It just sounds like the same band you were already in. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh <sighs> I think yeah. my favorite side project out of all the bands 
that we love, um, Team Sleep. For some reason, they, I said, would agree. they had a charm. It was unique. Mm-hmm. Way different. Change of pace. I like Especially crosses. for the time, too. Do you like crosses? I like crosses as well. I don't like the whole record. Yeah, uh, a little boring, like but... Uh, half of it's pretty good. Uh, like, f- two of those songs are hits. Yeah, for sure. Maybe even three. Like, Telepathy, The Epilogue, and Bitches Brew. Yeah. I always like the that. The bangers. Thing. Yeah, Team Sleep was so rad. That's what a side project should be. Just... Uh, like a shot in the dark, experimental. The dark. Yep. There's no rules. Every song was a little different. Yeah. And especially they had the fucking Zach Hill. Yeah. In there fucking playing with yeah. them. That fucking wizard foot. And you wouldn't think that that wizard foot would be a good fit for this like super chill. Yeah. Band, he made, he, but it was. He forced it in. He, he somehow, forced it. Yeah. It somehow worked. There's a f- <laughs> like seven flies around me right now. Yeah. You got to take showers. I know, man. Hey, let's go take a pee pee break, huh? Ooh. Let's go pee. We'll be right back. Hold on, guys. We'll be right back. I've never pooped at the studio before, but I'm sure I will someday, yeah. Do you poop every day? Yes. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I'm on the reg. I just lied to you. I don't poop every day. That's a problem. You like to hold it in? I don't like to. I'm just a very nervous little guy. And I wish I could poop every day. <laughs> sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. Sometimes like sometimes you got a shit and you just can't and then you hold it and then it sucks in like a... And a seed, and then you can't. How about that? Where you can hold in a fart, and then it goes in you. Oh, got it. How it's, does that happen? It's gotta take like a minutes off your life or something. Yeah, dude. You don't want that shit just inside of you. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Why is it? If you have gas that needs to go out, and then you do, you just pinch your butt, and you don't let it go out, and it goes back in you. <laughs> I found some other way to get <laughs> really sweat it out. Or something. Yeah, it comes out oh. your ears or something. You burp it out. Oh god! Oh. <laughs> we have a friend who um, backed so up his gross. system so hard off of a uh, liquid uh, morphine. Yeah, uh, shut down his like uh, his body system, like uh, so his digestive system, yeah, so yeah. he couldn't poop for a long time. Who is that? And he he started burping out. Farts. <laughs> <laughs> he swears to God, That's he's so burping out fucking farts. It, was, it smelled like poo poo. <laughs> yeah. Who is this? He didn't shit for like a week. Whisper to me who it was. Oh, okay, gotcha. God, I laugh. That oh, makes so sense. fucking funny. <laughs> He's burping up. <laughs> that person you just said is one of the funniest people on the planet. Oh God, he's ridiculous. I I found a drawing of his from like ninth grade because I was going through all this old shit I had. That's why I found that Tabana sticker, mm-hmm. and there was a drawing. <laughs> it's it's not going to come across on the podcast, but. <laughs> My friend, this guy we're talking about, drew 
a picture of a parrot sitting on a dick yeah. that looked, you know, like how birds sit on like perched branches. Yeah. <laughs> this goddamn bird sitting up. Anyway, that's oh, that story. That's a tattoo so right there. Stupid. It's so him too. He had this funny way of drawing too. Dude, some of his drawings were outrageously funny. Yeah, they're actually pretty damn good. I know. <laughs> yeah, he, he should release those. I'd buy them. Oh, I wonder if we can get him on someday. We should do that. God, he's so rowdy. I'd love it. Yeah, I'd prefer to have him here, though, you know? Oh, absolutely. You have to. We got a little sponsor for this episode. Yeehaw, yeehaw. What is that, James? Well, this episode, Andrew, is brought to you by Revival Recordings, dear friends of ours. Sean and Nick run a label based out of North Carolina, and um, they're good friends of ours. They've actually been on the podcast before, and it sounds like they'll be back on some point in the summer, it sounds like. Uh, Let me tell you about their project. They have a thing called Revival 52. It's uh, the most innovative approach to new music that exists today. Revival Recordings, an artist's first record label based out of North Carolina, like I already said, has introduced, quote, Revival 52, a commitment to fans to release new music every Friday for all 52 weeks of 2018. From metal to pop punk to indie rock, Revival 52 will bring something new for you to enjoy every Friday. And right now, Revival is giving away a free Amazon Echo to one lucky fan once they hit 1,000 followers on their Revival 52 Spotify playlist. Just go to ffm.to backslash Revival52 and follow the playlist to enter. Yes. Enjoy great music from your new favorite record label for free right now. Revival52 on Spotify. That's ffm.to backslash Revival52. Yeehaw! Woo! Dook, dook, dook. Thanks, Revival. You guys are the best. Yeah, let's, uh, let's walk them through this real quick, Andrew. Click the link. And once you go to it, it'll pop you a little page that says click here to win. Click on the green link. You probably already have a Spotify account if you exist in 2018. Click the login to Spotify button. And that will then take you to like maybe log in with Facebook or have you sign into your, your Spotify. Go through that step. And then you'll be on, it'll say success. You've entered the playlist um, and your chance to win then hit continue and then you're you're following their playlist on spotify and you'll get new music every friday and like i said you'll be entered to win a free amazon echo not a bad deal right drew i love it all right well let's go on to some current events what do you think about that all righty then man i just burped hard hard and true sipping on that dab huh taking dabs of your own yeah i don't know i keep getting this beer i like it it's, it's like good. a it's like a poor man's bex yeah even though bex is a poor man's bex yeah i was just gonna say this is actually like high <laughs> I, meant, <laughs> I meant to say heineken <laughs> you just inspired me i'm gonna get another one Woo! all right so current events we got ihop says it's changing name from i to a ihop to ihob what huh who huh? what IHOP uh-huh. stands for International House of Pancakes. Sure the chain does. has been around for 60 years and has used the IHOP acronym since 1973. Okay. So what in the name of rootin' tootin' fresh and fruity <laughs> is IHOP thinking by changing its name to IHOP? We'll find out June 11th. Oh, so they're not even telling you? They're not even telling you. They're just like, oh, God. It's like a day ago. So, yeah, shit. it's a big marketing kind of thing. But uh, It's actually pretty smart. I hate it. What the just fuck? Just be clear. I don't know what's going to happen, man. It says f- their their tweet that IHOP official tweeted. 
for 60 pancaking god damn it, i'm already mad for 60 <laughs> pancaking years we've been ihop now we're flipping our name to ihob find out what it could be 61118 dun 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 that's clever yeah. <laughs> let's see what the guy said international international house of bitcoin <laughs> international house of breakdancing that's so stupid Dude, they just signed up for an internet fucking slaughter. People are oh, going yeah. nuts over this. For like the next four days or so. Five days. Uh, this is what the B stands for, and then it's the video from The Office. <laughs> Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll find out, I guess. Oh, uh, wait, go, go back down. There's a voting. Uh, yeah, Can a little twi- Twitter. <laughs> Butternut squash, 6%. <laughs> They put out a, Barnacles. a, a poll. IHOB, what could it be with a B? God damn it, I'm mad. 26% biscuits, 41% bacon, 6% butternut squash, and 27% of people voted for barnacles. IHOB. International House of Bacon? It's got to be bacon, right? I don't know. Hey, how about we don't fucking talk about this anymore? Because this is the dumbest fucking Pretty thing ever. Pretty fucking stupid. I haven't Jesus. been to IHOB since 2006. Yeah, I don't remember last time I went there either. It's pretty bad. I ain't that broke. What do you like more, IHOP or Denny's? Neither, but if I had to choose, they're, both, to choose. they're both the same to me. No, they're, they're not really any different. Yeah, it's all the same bullshit. I think out of principle, i go with Denny's. I think Just, so, too. You know? I favor Denny's a little more. It's a little more old school. Good old, good old-fashioned America. Goddamn America. And they're not doing some stupid shit where they're going to change their name from Denny's to Danny's or something. Danny's. Find out what the A stands for. <laughs> Asshole. All right. Do you see this, James? Um, oh, my God. A post from uh, old Joe Rogan. So he posted. <laughs> it's a, they're feeding crocodiles. Or just like they throw up like one piece of fish oh out to a bunch of crocodiles. Yeah. And then <laughs> this motherfucking. Oh. One of them just happens to put his leg in the mouth of another one. <gasps> and then he continues to do the spin and turn. Oh my god. <laughs> and rips off the fucking arm. Did he arm. rip off his arm? Yeah, rips off his arm. Like, watch it turns right here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he doesn't even god. bat a lash about it. Okay, so the guy throws out food, fish, or whatever that yeah, it's is. Yes, one, one solid piece of fish. And there's six crocodile, crocodiles down here. Yeah. So one of the crocs gets his arm. One of the crocs bites one of the other's arms. And then starts doing the, like, death roll yeah. and rips off the crocodile's arm. <laughs> and there's, and, and to point out, it's like a zoo or something. There's a bunch of people going, oh, yeah. my God. So, yeah, this guy just, the arm oh. that gets his arm ripped off just happened to walk into another gator or a crocodile that Wait, has his mouth open. Play that again. I want to get that on Instagram. Oh, Rogan says, fuck everything about crocodiles. Seriously. <laughs> Anytime the dude next to you bites your fucking arm off and you don't even flinch, that's where you lose me. <laughs> fucking dinosaurs, man. Dinosaurs. That's right. Oh, gator roll. What would you do if you were just walking along some creek bed and you come yeah. across one of those fuckers? Hanging out in Florida? <laughs> I mean, they can chase you pretty fast, right? They're pretty fucking small to the ground, low to the ground, so they're able like to fucking dart. Oh god, short ass legs. What do you do once they get to you? Do you just hope for the best? Uh, I guess if I, <laughs> I mean, it's a shot in the dark, but I'd probably like, jump and try and stomp on its back, then like just like shock yeah, him yeah. enough to run. 
pluck out his eyes and fuck it. I don't know. But when they're moving that fast, like... Oh, it's terrifying. If it could rip off a goddamn full-sized crocodile's arm. Yeah, once they get a hold of you and they do that roll. What's it going to do to my little Irish piece of shit arm? It's gone. Take it for a little quick snack. Yeah, it's like a piece of beef jerky for him. Mm, Tookish. Whew. That's awful, man. If I lived out there, I'd always carry a gun. I don't even know if a gun would help you, though. Those fuckers would run right through you. It'd be nice to get at least like one shot. At least. Right in the fucking face. Just hope for the best. Right in the eyeball. Right in the fucking eyeball. Take an eye just like in the Happy Gilmore. Have you ever gone hunting? No. I mean, I've shot a couple of birds with I've, a BB yeah, gun. Yeah. But well, weird kid <laughs> shit. Not, it's not a real hunting. Yeah, it's not anything. I went, I went hunting one yeah. time with like my dad and his, his friends or some shit when we first moved to Oregon. But I wasn't hunting. I just went with them and like, you know, walked around the woods. Uh, it was super boring. It's really cold, really wet. And I remember thinking like, you know, I would love to like stalk the animal and then just like take a picture, <laughs> like do all of the hunting stuff. Gotcha. And it gotcha. I mean, just to be clear, I'm very not against hunting. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty pro it, you know, if it's done ethically and yeah. all for the right reasons, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, like, I, I'm just a fucking hypocrite. I eat meat and I don't hunt. You ever think about that? Like, we just go and buy our fucking... Yeah, a little no. pretty disconnected. Yeah, very disconnected. So I like to hear Rogan and those guys talk about hunting. Mm-hmm. Like that Cameron Haynes guy. It's pretty interesting stuff. I, You know, I think I actually... I probably would enjoy it. I like shooting guns. That's pretty fun, but I've just never done it. Yeah, you think you could like dress a deer, just fucking rip it open? I think I could. Get all that shit out if I had to. I mean, yeah, yeah. Be pretty I think, shocking at first, I think, but you, I mean, it's just a mindset it, thing, right? Yeah, you turn that part on. It's human. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's in your DNA. In us, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's something about that. I don't know. I mean, I, I see. I, to be honest, I've watched like a lot of like bow hunting videos and like I, I see the appeal mm-hmm. but I just I've never done it. you can only have so many hobbies you know <laughs> like I that's a whole thing you spend a bunch of money on it and tags and licensing and all the gear and time yeah, I gotta stock it yeah I mean some of those trips are a couple of weeks and anyway like my uh, my my brother-in-law Scott he's really really balls deep in hunting like super into it Almost like semi-professional. He does a lot of like video work for it and stuff, and he'll take um, almost like an outfitter. He'll take people out and they'll put like little documentaries and stuff together about it. Big hunter, a fisherman guy, and dude, he's like, you know, again, it's like those the dudes that are on the Rogan podcast. He's Scott is so connected to the 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 land and like animals and more than anyone I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's a he's a he's a fucking killer. He's a hunter. Like he's lethal at this shit but he's again at the same time I, he's so uh obsessed with con con um conservation you know and he, i mean he loves animals and outside and i don't know yeah. i think it's pretty cool well it's a pretty I'm uh, really well put together institution you know like all the conservation and like all the money yeah. for the tags and stuff yeah exactly it's really well run and they get like the populations i know that's the irony right yeah a lot of conservation is paid by like the majority of yeah. it, from what I hear, is from hunters. Yeah, for sure. That's yes. nuts. And even like a lot of the questionable animals that are hunted out in like Africa, like rhinos and shit like that. I don't want to do it personally, but 
those guys who spend 15 grand, 20 grand on a tag, that's supporting that community. And if you don't put a value on the animal, then they're not going to be protected. That's just unfortunately how human nature and society works. You have to put a dollar value on animals and hunting provides that a lot. That's why elk herds and stuff are so maintained and taken care of here in Oregon because the hunters pay for it. God, it's so crazy to see him in the, out in the wild. Oh, dude, it's big ass crazy. Elk, dude. Ow, dude. Has fucking oh. trees on its goddamn fucking skull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. There's fucking swords on its head. Yeah. Dude, they're... It's so wild to see him. Yeah, they're like the size nature. of a horse. Then, like, fucking moose in Alaska and shit. They're, they just cross the road, not yeah. giving a fuck. They don't go, fuck, I've been yeah. here for millions of years. That's yeah, you, so crazy. You spook them, they'll fucking kill you. Yeah. We don't know what that's like to live somewhere where there's cougars on the street and fucking grizzly bears. Mountain lions are fucking terrifying. You ever seen one? No, I did not see one, actually. But my landlord at the time told me they, they saw one in the hill. Like, really? In the distance, yeah. Whoa. I saw one in California when I was a kid. Like, Jesus. A long way away. Yeah. Still terrifying. Me. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear about the mountain lion that killed someone recently it was like in Washington? A, it was, yeah, Washington. I heard about it, yeah. Was it Washington? Was that uh, right? Yeah, they fought him off the bike or something. I yeah. actually didn't check out the article, but I'll do that right now. It was like two mountain bikers or something like that. Yeah. One of them died. One of them fought. Was, so, like started swinging the bike and kind of got away. Yeah, and I think the irony of the story is that the one... So originally one guy was getting attacked, and he was like fighting off the mountain lion with his bike. And the, his buddy left him. He ran away. He rode away. Because he thought it was hopeless. And he's like, I don't want to get involved. Shit. And then that guy later got stalked a little bit down the road and he died uh may 19th a three-year-old male cougar attacked two seattle lights seattle lights while they were mountain biking along logging roads blah, 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 blah. um the first confirmed fatal cougar attack in 94 years uh one of the dudes 31 and was treated for his injuries and then the other one a leader in local cycling community especially blah, 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 was killed while the pair was initially scared off the line using Washington Department of Fish and all uh, Brooks fled and the cougar released the other guy who went for help. Whereupon it returned to Brooks and killed them. Princes Brooks preferred they, them pronouns. Oh, so that's why they're saying they, them. Anyway, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. Look at that fucking thing. God, it'll fuck you up. Oh, so the mountain lion was shot? Looks like it. Agents with the mm. Washington State Cougar. Oh, the police are tracked. Believed to be the responsible one. Fuck. I wonder why they do that. It's just like they have to. Death penalty. Yeah. I for an eye. We come get you. That's just unfortunate, man. That's fucked. It's terrifying. All right. Well, anyway, what else you got, dude? Miss America says farewell to its swimsuit competition, embracing a whole new era. Really weird. Yeah, it's a whole pageant in the first place. Yeah, I mean, fuck the whole thing to begin with. Yeah, totally. How about we just get rid of it at all? Like, well, There's still money to be made, you know? We're no longer a pageant. We're a competition. <laughs> oh, God. That's what she says. We will no longer judge our candidates on their outward physical appearance. That's huge. So... I mean, and since I've read somewhere where it's like we're going to judge them on their social... You know, outreach or impact good luck or whatever. With that. Yeah. Have you seen these fucking dumb broads talk? Yeah. Some are like the cringe. Oh, yeah. it's the worst. Cringe worthy for sure. 
I mean, hopefully, maybe it'll change and it'll you know actually get like legit people. Yeah, that they're gonna play a game of darts or something. Yeah, what the fuck are we doing here? Let's <laughs> we'll just get rid of it then. I mean, the whole thing was gross and weird to begin with. Totally, yeah. Why? Why are you even? Ugh. It's it is weird. Like I, yeah. I mean, on one hand, I think it's cool that we're not. Yeah, you're not judging women by how big their fucking tits are and how good they look in a bikini. I get that. Fine. Cool. I'm on board. But, like, why even do it at all? You know? Why even do it at all? And, I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's stupid. They Anyway, yeah. They kind of pulled that shit with uh, the Playboy, how they would not show any nudity. Yeah. The one thing I was going to say, and then we can move on, because at the end of the day, I don't really fucking care. But... The whole thing is ridiculous. I'm glad that we're with. moving in a direction that is more inclusive and about equality and who, you know, we're, we're on board with that, obviously. But one one concern of mine as of late is that it's almost like we're going so far to the left that we're coming back around to get to the right. Like, we're so concerned, like, you're taking away the bikini contest portion. Okay, on the top of surface, that sounds good and pure and honest and from a good place or whatever. But it also, to me, seems kind of like puritanical and almost like Christian and very conservative. Yeah. Like, fuck tits out, man. Stripper and tits and fucking, like, that's what I'm into. Wait, I'm why bullshit? Fucking, that's what we're looking at. I'm a fucking dirtbag, and I want to do dirtbag shit. Or don't do it at all. That's my thing. Am I, even, I don't know, maybe I'm not making sense at all. I get it. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I keep seeing this wave of, like, really... Everyone's so fucking nervous and these tight-wadded, tight-asshole people. Well, it's, yeah, like those old <laughs> photographs of, like, on the beach, like, measuring, like, how far, like, past totally. your knee, like, the uh, yep. swimsuit goes. They're basically wearing moo-moos back then. <laughs> Hide the body. Or, like, when they had dances, the the nuns would come out and, like, measure the distance between the, the girl and the guy, you know? Make sure oh, yeah. Room that, for Christ. Yeah, Bibles with the part. Room for Christ. <laughs> I just don't want to go back to that time, man. That's the point of that. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway, anyway. Pretty goofy. Miss America. Who gives a fuck? All right, now we're back with the uh, old C-word controversy. Samantha B addresses Ivanka's controversy, regrets one bad word. So Mm. she has gone on. She's apologized, right? She apologized via Twitter, and then I saw a thing where she ironically had won an award like the day after for like civic duty in in tv or something like social awareness or something like that and she said something along the lines of like i am sorry but uh, like it was deserved you know something like she kind of pulled back so it, it doesn't seem like a very sincere apology after decades of so. ignoring the issue, Americans are finally paying attention. Well, most of us. Ivanka Trump, who mm. works at the White House, chose to post the second most oblivious tweet we've seen this week. You know, Ivanka, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child, but let me just say, one mother to another, do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless cunt. He I mean, it's funny. I love it. Yeah, me and you are all about funny, no matter how brutal it is. The thing 
but it's just Overall, not fair. That I hate about it is playing the victim card. It's like, yeah. oh god, it's it's our team being attacked. You know, yeah. It's like fucking yeah. It happens on both sides. We both on do both it. Sides. Just fucking deal with it. Like, don't like, make a big thing out of it. They have to apologize. I agree. Press no apologies. Yeah, don't she, apologize. She, uh, clearly, she's not actually sorry. Like she did it because she thought so. Yeah. It is a little bizarre. She's calling... That's his daughter, right? Ivanka Trump? Yes. So she posts a picture of her and her baby. Just an innocent, like, Sunday morning, whatever she said, with a heart in her baby. Just a total innocent, neutral fucking post. (laughs) Then Samantha B goes, oh, that's a nice post. Why don't you say something about immigration policy to your dad, you feckless cunt? (laughs) I mean, it's funny, but it's like, like you were saying, it's not... You know, people on the right get fucking scathed when they say shit like that. Could you imagine if someone, a conservative, like talking head or talk show host, yeah. had something had said something about Michelle Obama's daughter or Barack Obama's daughter, yeah. and called her a cunt? That person would lose their fucking life, <laughs> their job, everything gone, done. You know, so I don't know. It is that's the only thing I keep hearing people point out. It's like, come on, let's have a little consistency. Even people on the left are pointing this out. Like, yeeks. You know, we, we got to have some sort of consistency here. Or none at all. You know, like, I, I, like, I think what you're kind of saying. Like, say it and don't apologize. Yeah, say it don't apologize. Said it for a fucking reason. It's a fucking cable station. That no one watches, apparently. Yeah, like, she has a show on TBS that probably gets less, less, yeah. less uh, you know, views than some, like, popular YouTuber or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, this day and age, no one tunes in. No. Um, I mean, anyway. It's probably good for the show, though. <laughs> you got it on the map. I you know. know it's, people yeah. are probably, I bet you the viewings went up. I'm sure it did. I'm sure they lost some ads, but, you know, fucking who gives a yeah, shit. Yeah, I know, like, TBS is in hot water, too, for airing it. And, you know, there's, I mean, that's the thing about these kind of things. It's like... You know, Roseanne tweets a thing late at night. She, obviously, what she says was apparent, abhorrent, and terrible, and racist, and even anti-Semitic and awful. But she she tweeted it in like you know it's like a fart in the wind because she's yeah. insane. Yeah. And Smith B is on a written scripted show with a team, a staff of writers in a room, and many producers, and a and a network, and it went through so many hands to finally air. So it's not like a, a yeah, whim shoot from the hip thing. You yeah, know? you just kind of don't know what's going to take off, I guess. Right, right. Or you do, like you're saying. And there's no way that yeah. calling the president's daughter a feckless cunt is not going to have some ripple effect out there. Well, I mean, come on. Trump's out there saying shit, shooting from the hips, always saying like All inappropriate the shit. And it's like, Th- that's the thing. Who get, Don't be offended by this, you know? Our there's fucking no... president's being... I think that's like one of the better things about him is that he's fucking out there. Just, I mean, yeah, obviously, I, I disagree I with his yeah. policies. Me and, and you both, but I kind of like how he just is is who he is. And the yeah, and he's also and unapologetic, just smashing the the well, status quo or whatever. Yeah, the presidential kind of yeah, yeah. How you're supposed to act, which maybe is a bad thing, but I don't know. <laughs> the whole thing is just fucked. Like the fact that we're <laughs> we're supposed to have one guy. Like oh, it's a ridiculous concept. 300 plus sure. million people. It's yeah. so stupid and antiquated. I mean, it's kind of pretty old-fashioned. I think we grew pretty out of it. Pretty old-fashioned when white guys were wearing wigs. And... Fucking ride a horse down there. Yeah, what Represent the us. Fuck? Ride a horse down there. I know, man. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it is. Like, take your horse. Go down to the... You're our guy. <laughs> You're our guy, George Washington. You represent this seven, 13 colonies where the fuck it was. 
with 12 people in the country. Donald America. Trump is a maniac. We all know it. <laughs> it's a weird time, right? Oh, it's a bizarre time. Every day. I, Devices. Look at, I still see it on TV. I'm like, what the fuck? What is we... happening? Yeah, like the, the picture of Kim Kardashian with the... <laughs> yeah. with Trump discussing the prison reform. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, is... what the fuck let her in the Oval Office? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, she's there to suck some dick. Suck some of that Trumpian orange dick. Do you think his dick is orange? Uh, I think, well, that's all fucking fake, right? It's like just spray painted on. I think what it's, is it? Is it spray I, mean, I hope it's like spray painted. Why? It's not a good look. It's he like an old tan. fashioned kind of want to look tan. I don't know. He looks orange. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeto president. Cheeto. Cheeto Christ. Yeah, but Cheeto Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he, when he touches things, it leaves like a Dorito oh, yeah, Cheeto residue. Dust. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope so. He's a nightmare. I can't wait until that's done. Oh, yeah, the that. unfortunate thing. Do you think he's going to get another four years? I think he will. Me? I don't actually know. Unfortunately, know. I think you're right. I think he will. This country's stupid <sighs> enough to elect him again. Maybe not, though. Yeah, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Well, it, we got to get some shit organized. People got to care thing. again. That's the thing. And if, if he doesn't get elected, it's only because someone else came along. A Democrat that is worth voting for. Or another Republican that's worth voting for. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. But... Trump is good at what he does, man. He won over a ton of people. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I get why he got elected. Yep. All right, what else you got, homeboy? Right. Dave Grohl producing a TV show Whoa. based on Mother's Rock Mom's book. Mother's from Cradle to Stage docuseries will feature excerpts from <laughs> interviews with Pharrell, Adam Levine, and Tom Rello, among others. Hmm... Oh, Virginia Hunyon. That's his... Vir- Virginia Grohl. That's his mom. Yeah. Mother of Foo Fighters lead singer Dave Grohl is developing a docuseries based on her 2017 book. Oh, cool. From Cradle to Stage. Oh, f- featuring interviews with fellow music moms. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good concept. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The original project, Virginia spoke with numerous mothers of famous musicians, including mother of R.E.M., uh, mother of the Hyam sisters, uh, Janice Winehouse, Amy Winehouse's mom. <laughs> wow, uh, Dr. Dre's mom, Mike D from the Beast Boys' mom. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, that, uh, I'd watch. Yeah, because you don't you don't really often hear that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, what would it be like to be the mother of these, you know, these musical monsters? Hmm, that's cool. I, yeah. So he, what? It says that he's. Like directing it, is that what it is? Oh, producing. He's producing. Cool. I wonder, is it going to be on HBO? Uh, I don't know if it has listed. Because that seems to be what he does a lot is HBO stuff. He yeah. Like a... You think there's going to be another season of that? Uh, what was yeah, what is that called? Uh... Um, Sounds? No, not Sound, Sound City. City. Not Sound City. I guess it was all part of a uh, Foo Fighters like the album. What was that called? God damn it. Bunch of old dudes. I know. Not Sonic Highway. Sonic Highways? I think that's what that's it, was. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sound City's the studio documentary. Yes. So Sonic <laughs> Highways, I think, was like a for a Foo Fighters album that was you know kind of draw inspiration from each city and like the history. Yeah, of Yeah, yeah, that's right. So they're that's gonna it. like 
seven cities or something. Yeah, pretty cool concept. You watched that? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I don't like the album very uh, much, but... Yeah, same here. It's too bad. I mean, Foo Fighters is just, like, middle of the road for me. Yep. Pretty Every now and then something kind of pops yeah, out. Yeah. I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Not bad, but... I'll like, always root for him. I mean... Yeah, for sure. Girl is just an absolute hero, and I'll check out anything he does. But yeah, I... I uh, it's it's funny, right? It's like the things he drums on are always my favorite things. You know, they're always my oh, favorite projects. Yeah. Just I, raised with that fucking kind of style. Yeah. I love that kind of shit. Those first Foo Fighters records, the first two, though, are yeah. untouchable. Yeah. That's some of the best rock music. It's like Foo Fighters first two, Weezer the first two. <laughs> oh, God. I just recently watched a thing, Chino from Deftones talking about the Blue Album. And how, You remember how obsessed he was with it? Yeah, the, every now and then. They, they, would, yeah. they, they covered uh, Say It Ain't So yep. in the early days. He was saying how like he loved it so much that he, he almost got depressed that he, that they didn't write stuff like that. That you know, like oh, he, yeah. It was just so good. He was so frustrated. He was like, I don't know how a band could come out and they make it seem so off the cuff. You know, just... It just comes across so poppy and bubblegummy, but it's it's got this like dark undercurrent running mm-hmm. through it it's kind of heavy too yeah Blue oh those guitars heavy. those fucking half stacks yeah dude oh my god that and pinkerton that, those are heavy records yeah Remember joe rude pointed out to me he's like this is a heavy band yeah especially yeah the pinkerton they kind of let loose yeah. a little more like a lot of fucking cool drumming on there real raw sounding sound yep. city drums totally yeah yeah big open rock drums yeah pretty raw that's the thing like yeah. um the first record like like for example take like nirvana Take uh, Weezer, take Rage Against the Machine. Like the first album's kind of polished, like mm-hmm. pretty clean sounding. I mean, pretty badass, but it's pretty clean sounding. Yeah, yeah. And the second record just like pretty raw. So, I know. In Utero, Pinkerton, fucking yeah, Evil Empire. Right, right, right. It actually sounds like them. Right. I love that. They they finally shook off that nervous rust, the ner- the nervous stuff, and they're not so tight. You know? Yeah, the first time, of course, it's like kind of studio, kind of cleaner. Well, that's cool. I'll definitely check out that docu series. It's awesome. All right, on the subject, have you seen this? I just watched it a second ago. Uh-uh. But, so yeah, Dave Grohl's playing a uh, little prank because you know how he's uh, injured his leg. Uh-huh. He broke his leg like a uh, last summer on a tour. Or oh, a little bit. He pretends he breaks his leg. Yeah, <laughs> he gets like a <gasps> fake guy to come out. Oh my god, that is so fucking. That's funny. fucking hilarious, right? <laughs> So this is like Foo Fighters like doing a little intro with the band. Dude, that's so great. <laughs> and then uh, everyone's just like, "No, not again!" The, the fake Dave Grohl's gonna come out here running in a second. <laughs> that's great. That's hilarious, actually. <laughs> you ever see pictures of him playing that throne? Like yeah, that yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> so does he pretend he breaks his leg here? Oh my god! <laughs> just. <laughs> Walks right off the catwalk. He just like fucking dives off. (laughs) That is really funny because he does. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah, that's hilarious. You can see people in the front row like, wait, that's not him. Who the fuck is this Joker? He has like shades on and like maybe a wig. (laughs) I don't know. Is there like a mattress down there? Oh, yeah, you can see it. Like a gymnast pad? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, dude, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> Does it show after? Is it just just? Like, I don't know. Because I want to see like what happens after, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he 
did a pretty good job falling off the stage. It's like so stupid looking. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd's kind of looking around. There he is. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> then he comes out. Oh, that's so fucking cool. People look like confused, but they're all laughing. <laughs> yeah, they kind of stop clapping. <laughs> look at the size of that show, by the God, way. He's funny. Yeah, I, yeah. I did enjoy that uh, when they played the O2. That yeah. They released a show around that. Yeah, It was yeah. pretty cool. I watched that. Kind of got me in, into them again, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I know. Then, I always like, have those moments, too. Yeah. Like, I don't hate them, but... No, of course not. Some of the shit just... I mean, they're... Be- God, go to, like, the most... The top played stuff on Spotify right now. Top 50. Half of it or more is garbage. Just pure horseshit. Lil Zanny and Lil pump and just the oh, that fucking horse shit rapper shit the, hip-hop, the new hip-hop shit i hate it so yeah i mean like with that said you know i'd rather hear a sort of vanilla foo fighter song over for that sure yeah garbage <sighs> terrible anything else that's it mm. um a last last little shout out for um a helpful uh helping friend of the show not quite a sponsor, but we'll say this is also brought to you by the 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 internet sensation that's going on around the Portland area. Have you heard about Sandra? This is I have not. This is the biggest thing that's hit the streets. It's an Instagram account called Where Is King Bean. Now, I highly recommend it. Go to at Where Is King Bean. Type it in on the old search bar on Instagram. Hit that blue follow button. And follow the road down into one of the best Instagram accounts in human history. Oh, look at that. Look how good that is. Ooh, Andrew's got it up right now. Woo! Spotted. Man, that is some great stuff. Real quality drawings, too. You know, I think I might even get a couple t-shirts made. Where is King Bing on Instagram? Check it out. All right. We did our movie pick. We sure did. We did our current events. Oh, so how about Jason Gherkin last week, huh? The one and only. Fucking awesome, man. Jesus Christ. Father Gherkin. My God. Representing. Father Gherkin is right. I fucking love that guy. What a guy. What a fucking guy. A man's man. A man's man. Collecting drums. In a world of boys. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. That fucking uh, blue Vista light. Ludwig he has. Yeah. I love that thing. Ooh. So tasty. I love how he was talking about uh, on his favorite record that he recorded or drummed for. Uh Uh-huh. Was obvious. I mean, was the the egg and how it caught the turmoil of the band at the time. Uh Uh-huh. It's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. And I went back and listened to it and I kind of thought of... I I went back and listened to a lot of Shiner with that in mind. Just the dynamic of the band. Yeah. Man, you can really hear intention is not the right word because that makes it seem like I, I, maybe tension is the right word but it's not always a negative thing a lot of bands have tension and yeah. that tension creates great art Soundgarden like, had tension yeah Deftones Deftones Via 2006 yeah dude like Steph Carpenter and Chino always were butting heads yeah always and forever and probably still are today mm-hmm. but they're lifers that's what they do they, that's what they do kind of shake it off yep Hug it out, bitch. You hug it out. You make some good art. 
I mean, all of our favorite bands, Rage Against Machine, apparently Tom Morello and Zach De La Rook, they always were like polar opposites, but parallel together. You yeah. Know? I mean, all the greats, John Lennon, fucking Paul McCartney, mm-hmm. they all do it. That's what art is supposed to be. It's I like know. Chaos. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, anywho, we've got a good movie pick. Upgrade. Go check it out. Um, I'm going to go see a movie called Hereditary tomorrow. I'll let you all know about it. I'm excited about it. Some good guests coming up this summer, Andrew. I'll tell you. Yeah, man. Some good ones. Real winners. Heavy hitters. Deep throaters. Deep throaters. Heavy hitters. Heavy squeezers. Anal bleeders. Anal bleeders and titty grabbers. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I will tune out. (laughs) This is a bizarre podcast, man. We'll go from like, pond, you know, pondering the politics of the world to titty grabbing and anal bleeding. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here drinking Rolling Rock. You're sitting there drinking an Off Bex beer brand. (laughs) Some German fucking dad over here taking dabs. Taking my dabs. Take my dabs. Dude, let's get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm ready. All right, man. Well, thanks again to Revival Recordings for bringing this episode to y'all. We love and appreciate those guys. And we love and appreciate you, all of you listening. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a beat. You don't miss a thing. Uh, We'll we'll be back here next Wednesday. And we're going to bring it hot. We're going to bring it smooth. And we're going to bring it fresh for y'all every goddamn week. Where can they find you, Andrew? Don't mind if I drew Instagram coming at you. Best Instagram handle in the West. You can find me at James Ian MacMillan or at Stateside MGMT. If you're in a band, you need some mixing, mastering, producing, engineering. That's what Stateside Management does. We represent music producers and we can hook you up with the right producer and make your dreams come true. We love you very much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. We want to tell you about our podcast, None But the Brave, which is dedicated to taking a deep dive into the work of Bruce Springsteen. We're currently in our fifth season. Our latest episodes focus heavily on Bruce's 2024 tour and have featured such guests as Anthony Castrovince from MLB Network and Barstool's Kirk Minahan. We're also covering the 40th anniversary of Bruce's biggest record, Born in the USA. And as part of that, coming up this week... Uprock's cultural critic Stephen Hyden returns to the show for a fascinating hour-long conversation about his new book. There was nothing you could do. Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA and the End of the Heartland. To listen, you can go to our website, mbtbpodcast.com, or subscribe on your preferred podcasting platform. We hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you.